Welcome back to the Beyond the Field podcast. I'm Ethan Asiwa, and I'm here with my co-host Kane Wallstrom. How are you today, mate? Good, mate. Good. Yourself? Very well. Very well. Following on from our previous podcast today, episode 17, we're going to talk about equity. Equity. I we like hear it. about it so much in the media and in the market and around property, and it's all equity. What do we use it for? What do we do with it? So once again, you're in the maestro in the hot seat. Um, what is equity First in a property? Out, I love that word, equity. Um, equity in a property, Issa, is obviously um, the value that you hold um, from the value of the property, less the mortgage, essentially. So if you've got um, a million dollar home and the mortgage is 800 grand, you've got 200K of equity in there. So when people hear that, um, it's not physical cash in your bank, is it? No, no. So you're not seeing a dollar value on a daily basis. You're seeing, um, I suppose, a margin or, or a difference, like I said, between the mortgage and, and the value of the home, um, which is essentially your net wealth. Cool, cool. Um, now, do banks talk about true equity and versus bank equity? Talk us through that. Talk us through it from a real simplistic point of view. Yeah, I suppose this is quite a common term or, or uh, uh, scenario that gets forward to our company anyway when I, I know for a fact when a client will sit in front of you guys and uh, talk to them they'll say well I've got 200k of equity in my home and realistically you do in the true sense of the word if you sell your house for a million dollars and you had had an 800k mortgage um, you do have true equity of 200k from a bank's point of what, view. How do they look at it? Yeah. They're going to say you've got 200 grand to use here. Exactly. So from a bank's point of view, um, we touched on in episode 16, the loan to value ratios, which dictate a lot. And so from a bank's point of view, they'll look at bank equity where they'll go, the more, you've got a property worth a million dollars, the mortgage is 800,000 at the moment, because you live in that, you're at 80% LVR, so you don't have any usable equity in that property. Because they've much. loaned $800,000 against that property. Absolutely, so if the, the house was worth a mil, and you had a mortgage of um, 600K, so your LVR is only at 60%, you then have 200K of usable equity in there. What can the equity be used for in the property? Yeah, so um, most, most property investors in New Zealand uh, use equity uh, out of one house to buy another. And this is your mum and dad investors which have maybe owned uh, a home they've lived in for 10 years. They've paid down a mortgage over that time or paid part of a mortgage down over that time. They've got capital gains of say 5% or 10% um, over that time. And they've just leveraged off the equity, usable equity in that home. Um, to go buy another property at 100% finance. So we hear so many great stories about um, sort of uh, our parents' generation that have been in Auckland, that have been through you know two or three property cycles. Um, they may have paid down debt. We hear about you know some scenarios of people buying property in One Tree Hill for forty thousand dollars, thirty thousand dollars, as our parents did back then, and now their properties are worth a million. They can pull out that and and help out their their children and siblings. Absolutely. So a lot of people um, think that when you're buying property, you've got to put physical cash down as a deposit. There's all different ways to skin a cat, as we've talked about in previous podcasts. Um, the easiest way for people is is to leverage and the word. What is leveraging? Yeah, well, it's it's exactly exactly that. It's leveraging the equity out of one home to buy another. So to give an example, and I suppose why property is so prevalent in New Zealand and investing is that if your house is worth a million dollars and you're leveraging out of that home to buy another home at a million dollars, you've then created a $2 million asset. 
and even though you might have you know one and a half million dollars of debt on that that two million dollars uh, goes up in value by you know five or ten percent every year what that may be whereas in shares or managed funds all that kind of stuff if you've got a million dollars you can't leverage off that million dollars to go buy another million and i think that's probably why investment in property is new zealand's biggest tool you hear so many great stories about some of new zealand's key successful businessmen they all started with property did they would they have leveraged yeah i'm guessing so like a lot of people do um we see people with 10 15 uh, properties and that all came from literally buying their first, paying down debt, capital gains, and, and just creating that usable equity in there to, to buy more of. I guess there's a few listeners out here. Um, they'll be saying, you know, does this cost? Does it cost to pull out, draw out the equity in your property? Yeah, so that's probably one thing that for people to get their head around is that um, when you do leverage or, or use equity out of a property, it is a mortgage. So if you're pulling $200,000 out of your current home, to go buy another home, that 200K is a drawn mortgage, so you're paying interest on that, so. Yeah, people think you're gonna pull out that 200 grand and it's just physically there and you've got a smaller mortgage somewhere else on another property, but you're essentially covering that 200 grand you're pulling out. Absolutely, so we, we talk around 100% finance and, and there's gearing, I know that we'll talk around in, um, in future episodes, but uh, essentially if you're drawing equity out of property, you're drawing up a mortgage. So in summary to all the listeners that are out there listening today, what are the just advantages and disadvantages of, of equity in a bank? Well, uh, obviously big advantages is your net wealth. Um, you may not have physical cash in the bank, but um, equity is net wealth essentially at the end of the day. And um, an advantage of having a usable equity uh, in, in your property is that you can leverage off it if you do want to invest in more property and buy more. Disadvantages, well, they aren't really except that if you do use that equity um, to leverage to buy another one, you, you just got to pay the, the mortgage interest, but it's all about opportunity cost and what that looks like for the individual. And at the end of the day, um, as a company, we always say, if you can afford it uh, and it goes within your budget and your scope, um, you're okay to do it. But if you can't afford it and you're running at a, at a loss every month or every year, well, just don't do it. Well, to all the listeners out there, Kane Wallstrom in the hot seat talking about equity, true equity versus bank equity. Hope that helps all the listeners out there. Uh, stay tuned for um, more educational pieces. Kane. Thank you. Thanks again for tuning in to Beyond the Field podcast. To start today, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcast and Spotify. And if you have any questions or topic you want to discuss, contact us on our social media platforms or www.moneyempire.co.nz. Thanks for listening.